we are, according to Hayes Fawcett, which is still one of the coolest names, I think, ever. If my last name was Fawcett, I'd probably want my first name to be Water. But Hayes Fawcett said that Peyton Bowen's decision will be around 11 a.m. this morning and that it would be on his his or his brother's Instagram page. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie to you. That's what I would do if I was if I was one of these recruits. I'd probably uh, just do it on my own Instagram page and see if we just can't make it happen from here, right, instead of having to sit and and scratch and claw. But we have nothing yet, correct? We We have nothing yet. It's brilliant from this standpoint, too. In a day and age where you have the opportunity to profit off of name, image, and likeness, what better way than to run that Instagram follower account up than on signing day to announce on Instagram, right? And then all of a sudden you've got, uh, you know, businesses that you can talk to that look at, you know, X amount of followers I have on Instagram. So really, yes, uh, you know, for all of these signees out there, it's probably something they should think about. He, uh, he has been, if there is one thing that Peyton Bowen has been consistent on so far through all of the kind of rumors and speculation of a potential uh, flip, he hasn't changed anything. You haven't seen it suddenly become um, anything different in his profile. He's maintained that he's a, a five-star Notre Dame commit, so w- we shall see. We shall see what exactly he says, and and if indeed we announce it. <laughs> this is funny from the four hundred five. Updating Bowen's Instagram every five seconds, and in the last ten minutes, he has gained almost three thousand followers. Goes up ten to fifteen every time I refresh. All right, let's hold on here. Really, I've got it at no- here. Hold on, I, I just I have his Instagram pulled up. I've got nine thousand seven hundred forty-one. I'm gonna refresh it. Oh, he's live. Are you able to get it? Did you send it to me? I sent his brothers, unfortunately. So let's see. I I just I haven't been able to get Instagram Live to work on my laptop. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Let's go to it right now. Hold up. Wait for it. Wait for it. This is the there he goes taking a seat here at the uh, Geyer Wildcats. There is a uh, couple of championship trophies, a, a Denton Geyer helmet in front of him. There's a Notre Dame hat. Is that an Oklahoma hat? That's right next to him. Here we go. This is uh, Peyton Bowen. He's got the Christmas music playing in the background. There is literally Christmas music playing in the background. Here we go. He's got the Notre Dame hat. So there you go. Wait, hold on. Hold on. 
Go Ducks. Oh! Wow, Josh, what a flip from Peyton Bowen, who grabbed the Notre Dame hat, started to put it on, and then took it off and put on an Oregon hat. Whoa! How about that? So, surprise, surprise. By the way, I'm very angry at the person who had the Christmas music blaring the whole time. Peyton Bowen, the number 13 player in the country, formerly committed to Notre Dame. He is the second five-star prospect to sign with Oregon. So Peyton Bowen is on his way to play for the Ducks. Uh, Let's go ahead and call up uh, Parker. We can get him on to react to this. That's a tough recruiting loss for the Sooners. And I got to say, if I am a... if I'm a Notre Dame fan, that's um, that's pretty tough, man. That's pretty tough. You see him stand up. He grabs the Notre Dame hat, and as he's putting the Notre Dame hat on, he takes it off and then puts on the Oregon hat. He is signing the letter of intent now as we speak. Um, gut punch for I listen. Sucks for Oklahoma, right? And I didn't even I didn't even see that, but. Uh, Parker, you had consistently said through this whole process with Peyton Bowen, keep an eye on Oregon, keep an eye on Oregon. The NIL money that's out there seems to be pretty solid. And here we go with the, with the big flip from Peyton Bowen on signing day to the Ducks. I, I don't even know what to say, Plank. When I tell you nobody saw that coming, I mean absolutely nobody saw that coming. You'd heard some buzz for Oregon earlier last week, but OU had shut down that momentum. Uh, and it seemed like that thing was dead in the water with the Ducks. But at the end of the day, I think (laughs) you read between the lines here, uh, it's not hard to see what this is about in the end. It's weird, man. It's a weird deal, and it's going to continue to be weird. Everything pointed in OU's direction. There was still a ton of buzz for Notre Dame. I will say, Oregon has made a habit of doing exactly this, keeping stuff quiet internally for as long as possible. And, Nobody saw this coming today. Nobody saw this coming. It's the biggest signing day shock thus far. Probably will stand as the biggest signing day shock of the cycle. And dating back to Travis Hunter last year, flipping from Florida State to Jackson State on signing day, this is about as wild as it gets. Um, okay, so let's let's go through a couple of things here. Is it fair to say that something went wrong for Oklahoma in this process? Is it fair to say that... Maybe this was a situation where, you know, an, an NIL opportunity kind of presented more to him than maybe a couple of other places. Like, where, where could you say that this went wrong for Oklahoma? I, I don't know, Plank. I mean, a, a team like Oregon gets in the mix that late and is able to swing a kid who had been solidly committed to Notre Dame for as long as he had and then had consistently visited Oklahoma. And here's, here's what I can't emphasize enough. Peyton Bowen visited Oklahoma over a dozen times this calendar year. He has the best friend Mm -hmm. at OU in Jackson Arnold. He has the girlfriend at OU who signed to play soccer. Everybody believed behind the scenes that Peyton Bowen was going to flip to Oklahoma in the end. Now, people in South Bend were very, very confident that he was going to stick it out with Notre Dame. And this kid, at the end of the day, pulls one over on everybody. It's astonishing. I don't know how you explain this. It's one of those things that can't be explained. It, and, again, 
There's still a couple of other guys out here for Oklahoma. We're going to be keeping our eyes on Tassili Akana. Um, and, you know, the, the hope is still out there potentially being that DJ Hicks mix. But I, I know that I'm the never-ending nonstop homer on this front, but it's still a really good class for Oklahoma. This would have been a nice cherry on top, and I know many wanted it and are desiring it, Parker. But for the most part, this is still one of the best recruiting classes defensively that Oklahoma has seen in a while, and they still get the five-star quarterback. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I don't think this takes away from the greater narrative surrounding this Oklahoma class. Uh, I think it hurts. It, and somehow OU fans and Notre Dame fans who have been going each, at each other for months and months and months are commiserating over this today. But you break the defensive five-star drought, signing P.J. Atabare. He's OU's first five-star signee since Caleb Kelly in 2016 on the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, I think many regard Jackson Arnold as the best high school quarterback in America. You've got some elite skill position guys in the likes of Jaquez Petaway, Keon Brown, Dalen Smothers. And then I think what you're really encouraged by is that seven of the Sooners' top ten signees in this class are on the defensive side of the ball. This is a rarity. This is not the norm. When you think back to what Oklahoma was recruiting and how they were recruiting throughout the Lincoln-Riley era, you're not used to seeing this caliber of talent across the board on the defensive side of the ball for Oklahoma. Uh, and so I think, I, and I also want to point out as well, 24 commitments, 24 signees today before noon. So everybody's on board. You don't have to sweat it out with anyone else at this point. And Brent Venables mentioned in his press conference earlier this morning that the Sooners have 25 commitments. Well, right. if Peyton Bowen isn't among them, that suddenly leaves you feeling pretty good about Cecilia Kana's announcement coming this afternoon at 3 p.m. And, by the way, uh, it's also one of those situations where, you know, this isn't the only flip that we've seen today. So, Parker, I'll let you go on this. Um, I know some are like, oh, see, oh I, OU's NIL is, is behind. And uh, I don't necessarily think that's the case. I just – I think you've seen some schools that have gone really aggressive on it, maybe even more so than what you even expected, and Oregon's been able to be one of those teams. Yeah, exactly. Well, and again, if you're reading between the lines here and trying to figure out how this happened, it's not hard to figure out how it happened. Uh, There is nothing, nothing ostensibly that connects Peyton Bowen and Oregon. He took one visit up there. And now all of a sudden he picks the Ducks on signing day over Oklahoma and Notre Dame. You don't have to dig around to figure what's driving this decision. And you have to imagine that if Nike money isn't what sealed the deal, it certainly had a big hand in getting Peyton Bowen to Oregon. So this is, again, astonishing. One of these things that you're going to be reeling about for days and weeks to come. And OU fans will remember this one. We just witnessed a recruitment that, no doubt, we will still be talking about 10, 20, 30 years down the road. Parker, uh, I know you got a big show. We appreciate all your help with us today here on the Plank Show, and I uh, can't wait to hear you coming up today at noon. Take care, Plank. Thanks. I see you, brother. Uh, I'm, I've watched this. Here's There's another angle of it. I know some people are like, Oklahoma's hat isn't even on the table. Don't care. Um, he didn't sign with OU. He signed with Oregon. Did I couldn't? Some of you guys are much better detectives than I am, because I don't know how any of you could have told that that was an actual Oregon hat that was on the table, <laughs> from the way that it was shaped. Because I was like, it's black, it's got a little red. I can't tell what it is. But 
Have you seen what 24-7 just tweeted two minutes ago? Have you watched that video yet, Josh? No. Go, go, I, okay. Are you, is it where you can pull it up real quick? Are you on Twitter right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull it up real quick. Okay, pull it up real quick. Two minutes ago, all right, is literally when it was dropped. I want you to re- watch the reaction of what I assume is his mom sitting there right next to him. And it almost leads me to believe, like, if you watch her reaction, that she she was re- she really thought wanted him to go to Notre Dame. Because when you watch the reaction of her when he grabs the Notre Dame hat, and then whenever he puts it down and sees that he chose what uh, what is an Oregon hat and chose the Ducks, it's kind of similar to the Landon Collins situation. Now, not quite as severe, but man, um, Mom's looks pretty upset. Have you have you watched it? I'm watching as we speak. Now, watch Mom. As he stands up, he starts to put the hat on, and you can see she's like, she's like excited, and then he puts it down and grabs the Oregon hat, and it's almost like a gut punch. Yeah, or she's just a great actor here, but Act- right, <laughs> but. Yeah, no, I mean she does. She looks she looks thrilled with the Notre Dame decision and then disheartened by the choice to toss on the Oregon hat, which uh man, what what a uh, what a shocking development in this recruitment when you've got, you know, that many people that thought it was either Notre Dame or Oklahoma. <laughs> it's uh I mean clearly something with OU. I mean, they to uh, it is substantial, right? That uh. you didn't even have a hat on the table. I mean, look, I, I, yeah. I get that it ultimately doesn't matter. Someone said, by the way, there was a picture that had made its way around Twitter. So I hadn't seen that. I just was watching the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, a picture of the hats that, that made it out before, obviously, he went live. But, I mean, some people got the, the wool pulled over their eyes a little bit on this deal with Oklahoma, right? That they thought Oklahoma was a, a big, big factor here. And then it comes down to the, the day where you make the decision and the hat's not even on the table. Not good. Um, weird. So weird. I don't even know. It's it's one of those situations where, you know, I I'm really excited about this recruiting class, and um, I know that someone say, "Oh, you're a homer." Okay, fine, but I also don't want them to suck. I want them to be better. And you know, Brent Venables now this is a 24 person class. He has said a couple of times, 25, during his press conference. So, if you miss out on Peyton Bowen, you know, maybe you still feel good about Cecilia Kana or uh, potentially David Higgs. Or. Can I go? Go ahead. Or he was convinced that you were getting Bowen, you know? That's true. That's true. and, And was just wrong on the deal, right? I mean, you would think, though, that he wouldn't go into uh, a signing day press conference and say 25 unless he felt really, really good about that 25th. But this has been a weird recruitment, it seems like. (laughs) We're like 0 for 2 on hashtags, aren't we? I mean, I think we might have to retire from the hashtag world. But there you go. Um, Breaking news. Peyton Bowen has chosen Oregon. And he, he stood up, grabbed the Notre Dame hat, Started to put the Notre Dame hat on, took it off, and put on an Oregon hat. So, well, at least his girlfriend go. has good taste, <laughs> right? I mean, All right, that's that's the big takeaway. 
we'll see what we can get from the Brent Venables press conference as soon as it wraps up. Uh, BV is speaking with the media as we talk. Uh, you can watch that right now on ESPN+. Plus. A good question was just asked about keeping the relationship open after losing a recruit. Quote, I wouldn't say bridges burn. You would evaluate each situation and how that recruitment went. In the day of a life of the recruiter, you have to anticipate what's next. We like to be very individualized. Uh, Jeff Levy is talking with the media now. Brent Venables is wrapped up. So uh, as soon as we get any of the audio, we'll make sure to play it for you right here on The Wrap. All right, when we come back, a big heartbreak for a faction of Oklahoma fans, but some of y'all looking at the positive side of it and the class that's already on campus. We'll get into it next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. All right. How's everyone doing? How are we hanging in there? We good? Peyton Bowen is on his way to Alabama. And, or what did I say? Peyton Bowen is on his – I looked up at an Alabama signing. Peyton Bowen is on his way to Oregon. The Alabama of the West. It was the Alabama of the West, but it is it's – uh, it's been quite the disappointment to a lot of Oklahoma fans, as you might imagine. But he was never committed to Oklahoma, so I wonder how this feels today for Notre Dame fans. Because literally, the last, what would you say, Josh, month has been Notre Dame fans and Oklahoma fans going at each other over Bowen's commitment, and then out of nowhere, boom, it becomes Oregon that he's off to so i don't know again like i said it's his decision and i mean i haven't had a chance to talk to brandon hall or brent venables about it and you know they're probably not going to talk about dudes that didn't choose to go to school there or here i should say but we'll see how it plays out i i like the class we have i like the class oklahoma has i will say though it it appears as if, Josh, not everyone is taking this as well as I am right now. I would say that's fair to um, say. And depending on what happens at 3 o'clock today where there's some late smoke from this morning from a couple of the Texas 247 guys that Tassili Khan is choosing the Longhorns today, if you swing and miss – Oh, on, I'm not ever believing a crystal ball projection again, Josh. Never again. This, this no, is over? Crystal balls to me, done. This is it. Over. I'm done. I'm finished. Yeah, well, through. Love you all. Appreciate all the hard work you do. I'm done. Especially with uh, five-star guys, right? With uh, Hicks and Bowen. It's swing and a miss. Swing and Only a miss. with five-star guys. Um, <laughs> over the 405. No biggie. Go pick off Caleb six times next year. I like this from Chris Rich 316 No worries. We have Vickers and McCullough. We're still okay. Uh, from the 405. One of these safeties, Macari, plays BV-style football. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and then, uh, then then, there's this from RD. This stunt tells you everything you need to know about that kid. Uh, Oklahoma Johnny. Oklahoma simply does not have a good track record when, uh, when a recruitment – Gets to signing day with multiple hats on the table. 
It feels like we don't get him signed early. We don't win these battles on signing day. However, really excited about the class. Um, so Peyton wants to break up with his girlfriend, and he doesn't have the guts to do it, so he gets as far away from Okay, stop. And then, he, and then even after that, he's coming to Northern <laughs> Oklahoma. Just once, <laughs> once all of this is taken care of. Oh, oh my gosh. That is fantastic. Right? The most, um, the most kind of uh, subtweeting move you could possibly have. Like, how are we in our relationship? We're great. Things are going good. I can't I'm come to Norman. Gonna, gonna be around each other all the time. Love you, baby. Love you. Signing day. I'm signing with Oregon. And in fact, here, I'm signing it right now, and I've sent in the letter of intent. So, I, I mean, I'm sorry, babe. I, I, this just happened. Just got to do what's best for Stop. me. <laughs> Stop it. Um, <laughs> okay, I, 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 I'm done with the air coverage. You might need to put it down, yeah. <laughs> this is too good. This is too good, man. Um, and here's the other part of it. And I I know I'm preaching to a lot of people that will listen to me. And I understand a lot of this is like me having an argument with my 14-year-old. It's just not going to work. You're doing nobody any justice by tweeting and saying things to these kids. Someone sent me some – listen, and, and by the way, too, uh, don't – don't if you – new rule. If you send us a screenshot of some Facebook fan page, you're going to get blocked. Those are, for the most part, for them, there's some good ones. The softball ones are pretty good, right? few really good fan pages. For the most part, they are cesspools, and I think most of you agree with me. They are absolute disasters, and nothing good comes from them. Um, but I, I will say they're one for two so you far do today. no good. They are. They are on that one that that dude sent us, but – you're not going to do any good by talking gas to these kids. You only make yourself look foolish. You really do. And you make the rest of your fan base look bad. You really do. But I will I will add, just real quick, to me, I'm never going to fret over a guy that doesn't sign with you. Just not going to do it. Why? why? What, what good does it do? You're not going to lose your mind. Hey, he's a good football player. Sucks to lose him. Would have really been all in on him coming here. But I think we said this off the top. It's not going to break this recruiting class. It's still the number eight recruiting class in the country, according to 24-7 sports. Right? And that's, I mean, I'm just saying, if you start looking ahead to the future, the future for Oklahoma and that being in the SEC then you would have had the fifth ranked recruiting class in the SEC not bad who you got Alabama Georgia Texas we know that they're not going to develop their talent LSU and then there's you so I mean I just I'm not going to sit here and freak out about not getting Peyton Bowen because I feel pretty good about the class that's coming in and they're not done yet Maybe one or two guys. I'll leave that to you guys on your Facebook pages and Twitter.com or this disaster that is the Air Comfort Solutions text line.
<laughs> this is good. Is Bowen in the transfer portal yet? Week Pac-12 after USC and UCLA leave. I'm sorry. Week Pac-12 after USC and UCLA leave. Terrible TV times and miles away from home. Then there's this. Check cleared this morning. Dang you, Phil. Just kidding. Be, uh... Really sucks to lose Bowen. Still love the defensive backs we're bringing in. Okay, can I, I – I love your point, man. You and I are soulmates. Did they ever really lose Bowen? Did, did Oklahoma ever have him? No, just, because to just, me, if just I'm mentally this- you did, right? Because you were led to believe by the people that, you know, are in the know and followed <laughs> the recruiting angles and this and that, that he was coming to Oklahoma, that it was a matter of time and the flip was inevitable – so from that standpoint, people feel like they've lost the commitment of Bone, but no, he was never committed to OU. And yeah. the bottom line is this, Plank. Uh, uh, go ahead. Oklahoma's got seven top uh, 300 defensive players in um, in its top ten recruits or signees in this class. So, look, they brought in a ton of defensive talent, and some of that's in the defensive backfield. So would it have been a nice – Cherry on top get signing for Oklahoma to get a five-star in Peyton Bowen. Bowen, is it a substantial loss? Absolutely it is. I kind of look at the class as a whole like this right now, Plank. It's a really, really good to potentially great class for Oklahoma. It could have been a legendary class if uh, you wound up with Bowen, Akana, and Hicks. You might wind up with none of those three. Still a really, really good class to potentially great class. Time will tell. I got to put that there. You know, whenever you get caught up in some of those tweet threads every now and then, and it'll say, post your favorite tweet, or what tweet do you think sold Elon Musk that he should buy Twitter? Or what's the most cell phone you've ever seen, cell phone you've ever seen on Twitter? And next thing you know, Josh, two hours later, you're like, what just happened live? Because you've been scrolling for two hours. That could be the Air Comfort Solutions text line. You know, I usually get mad whenever people are on the text line uh, outside of their own personal shows. I would invite every single member of the ref staff to just jump on right now and enjoy this greatness. It is legitimately like a roulette wheel right now. But I will say, Cody, you're my guy. He writes, I just started paying attention to recruiting about a week before DJ – can I – Raw dog? Does that? Can I say that? Or no? Am I in trouble? Did you dump that? Anyway, uh, with what David Hicks did to Oklahoma, and now this, I'm with you, Plank. I'm done with it until Pin hits paper. That's why everyone this morning. Oh, I see. Tacelia Khan has been crystal balled to Texas. Good, good. I hope so. Apparently, if you crystal ball someone somewhere, it's, you're looking pretty good about potentially getting that guy. By the way, I was over two on my guys to keep an eye on yesterday. Did you notice that? So I'm not sitting here trying to pretend like I'm some sort of crew expert. Actually, I think 0 for 3 because uh, Damian Sanford still ended up signing with Texas A&M, right? And uh, where's my other guy that I had talked about? Potentially? Oh, Jordan Allen, the kid out of Kansas State, and then the uh, – oh, gosh, who am I leaving out? The uh, kid that signed with Michigan today. Eno Etta. So I was, I was 0 for in my – Eno Etta, thank you. I was 0 for in my guys to keep an eye on. Recruiting is not easy to follow, man. It's not. It's hard. And you're counting on kids that can constantly change their mind. And now now you have this whole entity to where NIL becomes a major part for not just a kid but for parents. For parents. 
I mean, well, and that might it's, be it's, the, it's the shocking. That might be the best sourcing now, right? Because I, I trust that Parker Thune and a lot of the guys that follow Oklahoma recruiting, man, they're pretty sourced with with the coaching staff and with with a bunch of the folks sure. around Oklahoma football, and yet. You know, anymore, it might be the, the proper source is to find your way into the name, image, likeness, collective channels to to really get a beat on what the latest breaking bit of it is. Because it sounds like both Notre Dame and Oklahoma were shocked on this thing. And probably maybe Oregon, if I mean, do, do you chalk it up to it was a name, image, likeness win for Oregon? Stop tweeting at me, Red Dirt Sports. I got a show to do. You're cracking me up. Um, Josh, I uh, I do. I really do. I don't. Um, I I think that there are. I think there are tells. Whenever you realize that, as a coach, hey, you know this is a kid that we can get if we get the number right financially, and. Uh, I think that that's probably what happened here with Bowen. Now, again, I subscribe to the Vince McMahon theory in life. No, 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 not not our recent Vince McMahon. Just not recent. But what was the Vince McMahon theory in early days of WWF? You don't want to be here? Fine. We'll be successful without you. Now, I know some people revolt against that now. It's like, you can't have that mindset. But... I think we all collectively love Kel Gundy, right? I love Kel Gundy. You know what Kel Gundy's message always was in recruiting? We want you. We're going to make you great. We're going to win titles. But guess what? We're going to win without you, too. And it's kind of how I feel about everything. <laughs> all right, we got a break. We got a break. It's 1137. Peyton Bowen has signed with Oregon. A bit of a shock to the system. When we come back. We'll roll through the class, see if we can't procure some Brent Venables audio, and get you ready for Steel Man and Thune at noon next right here on The Ref. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> Josh, change my password or something for the text line. I can't stop. I can't stop right now. No one's getting One guy got blocked. But nobody's getting blocked. It's just it's too good. 5808, did you see 5808's last text that he sent in from 1141 a.m.? Go, don't read it on the air because I don't want to get fired. But go read that real quick. Now tell me that's not comedy gold. Tom, comedy gold. I, I do understand uh, the joke, yes. <laughs> the J.A. signing should be the topic of conversation. Huge. It should be, I yes. I would assume... That's Jackson Arnold. My dad used to call me a J.A. all the time, but I don't think it had anything to do with that. Um, the people that keep sending the video, or excuse me, the the meme, that is the recruitment of Peyton Bowen, and it's got a dude on top of another dude, and he's beating the snot out of him. And then all of a sudden, the guy's laying in the, gla- uh, in the grass just taking a picture of yeah, it. Yeah, it's Oregon. And the two guys that are fighting are OU Notre Dame, and the person taking the picture enjoying it is Oregon. That might be the best use of that meme in the history of ever. Uh, Wichita Sooner writes, how do we know 
that the 25th player BV was talking about wasn't Bowen. The people that are in the know don't know. Ooh, hit the conspiracy theory music. The people that are in the know don't know. Uh, a lot of girlfriends are no longer undefeated. Uh, tweets. <laughs> Ex-girlfriend, that's been a popular text. <laughs> Dude, 918, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. <laughs> How many people right now are going through their Twitter feeds and Instagram feeds and it's like, unfollowing you, unfollowing you, I'm unfollowing you. Yeah, good conspiracy. People in the know don't know. That's what we know. Do you know what we know? No, we don't know. Sounds like a Mark Davis line. Smart enough to know what I don't know. I don't think there's much conspiracy with this, guys. I really don't. Um, Jay in Tulsa. Can we finally ditch the follow the visits crap and move on to follow the collectives? Isn't that kind of what you said last segment, Josh? Right? It's... The game Where's they changed. going? Okay, yeah. that's great. We're, the game's changing, right? Do, okay, here's another one. I, and, and by the way, I'm not. I'm on team. I love information, and no one's going to stop following recruiting, and so that's fine. But you know, Josh McQuistion has always said, "Man, that final visit matters for Oklahoma," and uh, I've always believed that. Is that still even the case? Does having the final visit is that still the most important thing, or is it? You know, and how do you handle it, right? How do you handle Let's just hypothetically, let's create a situation. And let's say there is this recruit named Baton Poen. And let's say he calls right. uh, a coach named Randon Ball. And he's like, hey, listen, Oregon just said, when I sign, even though, right, you can't use NIL and collectives for inducement, but that's, that's about as good as a Chappelle stand up joke, wink, which wink. means it's good. So what, how do you handle it whenever, you know, they call this coach Ball and he's talking about getting more money than a lot of us have seen? Now, do I think anyone's offering $2 million in uh, to a high school recruit? I don't. I really don't. But let's say Dan Lanning had convinced collectives that this is a guy they really want and they get in touch with the dad and they – come with a plan to where here's how much he's going to make. That's hard to overcome, even with the way that I think or, uh, Oklahoma is going about putting their collective together. Anyway. Nike can't, hey, with directly Notre Dame be, lose. Nike can't directly be involved with the collective, right? Right. Correct. They're involved with too many schools. Uh, listen, we're, we're, we're glass half full kind of people here. So you ready? Here we go. Guys, there's something a lot of people aren't realizing. There's a reason Alabama and Georgia weren't in the running for Bowen, but they were on Vickers. And look at the defensive specimens they produce every year. And, oh, by the way, with Notre Dame losing Bowen, OU moved to seven on the 24-7 rankings. Let's find some W's where we can. I would uh, just say, oh, Blake, gosh. that on the recruiting angle, like how, how to get this information – you you got to follow the the recruiting side of it and get in touch with the collectives maybe going forward. I just look at the Peyton Bowen situation and say we're going to have more of this now going forward than less of this because as soon as the the money can change hands, 
in terms of uh, name, image, and likeness and collectives, and it's all more or less on the up and up. Like, yeah, you can't entice a player to sign with a school, but yeah, wink, wink, you can entice a player to sign with a school. You're going to have more and more, I think, shady recruitments play out, right? Or more and more people get hoodwinked throughout a recruitment. There's going to be more surprises rather than less, right? I think there's going to be more and more situations that kind of play out like a Bowen situation to where you have two schools that basically think that he's signing there in Notre Dame and Oklahoma. And, oh, by the way, there's somebody else waiting in the wings that maybe provided a better offer all along in Oregon. This isn't new. This will be uh, – well, it is right. new, but this there are going to be more of this now going forward. I, okay, real quick before we break, I just want to hit the last four. These are the last four texts that just came in. All right? And this is going to show you how wild this this is over the last 30 minutes. Hey, if you're just tuning in, Peyton Bowen shows Oregon. So that's why everyone's freaking out. Uh, 405, love the culture of characters BV has imposed. We'll be much better off sooner rather than later. No. Six and six and still pulled a top ten class. Call me a homer too, Plank. Love it. Love it. Then there's this. I watched us lose to teams this year that don't drop bags, so I'm not worried about one or two. <laughs> um, Nike may not be involved in the collective, but I bet Phil Knight is involved with an Oregon collective. And there's one more. We just went 6-6, six and six and we'll have a top 10 class. We should be extremely happy where we are. There you go. Oh, and then uh, Travis just pointed this out, too. Sorry, everyone that was celebrating the move up in the rankings. Uh, Oregon is about to shoot up after landing two five stars in ten minutes. We're likely back to eight. Call me a sunshine pumper now. <laughs> well, you know, you just ruined some of it. You just pushed us back to eight. So, All right, let's take our final timeout. You going you gonna to go through any of these or are you good? You want to read any more of these or should I just go ahead and shut it down? You tell me. Oh, Your we can, thoughts, Josh. We could keep rolling uh, through the text line if you want. There's uh, some <laughs> interesting interesting stuff out there. Oh, I don't care. By the way, first of all, I just want to tell you guys, I don't care about where they are recruiting-wise. I'm seeing a stop. So, well, they're nine. They're eight. I don't – we don't care, nor will I. All right, when we, uh, when we come back, when we come back, let's try to give some sanity. I get one more segment before – uh, I'm back on the day after the birth of our Lord, live from Newcastle Casino. So that's where I'll be on Monday. Uh, so we'll take a timeout, come back, put a wrap with this edition of the Plank Show next. Plank. Uh, final segment for us. I was um, I was texting with Pop a little bit during the break, and he he brings some good point. I think there's sometimes as fans, it's not always about who's paying the most money. Hey, uh, Oregon just lost a five star quarterback commit to UCLA, and then ripped someone from Baylor. Um, I it, it, the the Peyton Bowen thing is interesting because, and by the way, if you're just tuning in, Peyton Bowen signs with Oregon. Because he did just and, – and, I again, I'm not against anyone. Go where you want to go. Couldn't care less. Like I said, I live by the old Vince McMahon mindset. If you want to go somewhere else, go. We'll be we'll do our best to replace you. Wish you were here, but we're going to move on without you because we have to. I can't force someone to be here that doesn't want to be here. But 
I will say, Josh, it is kind of wild what he just said. That was in Hayes Fawcett who reported it. Where he talked about not knowing where he was going to go until he actually grabbed the hat. It was, yeah. Do you want to? You want me to read okay. this? You scared, you scared me for a moment. I thought you, I, I was making something up. Yeah, go go ahead. This is uh, from Hayes Fawcett. Just spoke with five star safety Peyton Bowen about his decision. And, and let me just say off the top here, I found I I find this quote to be a fascinating quote. If this is verbatim, if what Hayes Fawcett, which I don't know why you would share this if it wasn't verbatim verbatim from Bone. He's treating it the way he tweets it like it was. Okay, so quote, I didn't know where I was going until the last second right before I picked up the hat. I was debating it the whole time, end quote. So you're telling me that you sat down at that table based on that quote and, and didn't know if you were picking Notre Dame or Oregon. It also means that he really wasn't choosing between Oklahoma based on that quote, but Right. Man, that is a – and I'm not putting it out of the realm of possibility because, again, we're talking about 17-, 18-year-old kids here, but I find that hard to believe that you didn't know sitting down at the dais there that you were picking Oregon. Yeah, I mean, did you have two letters of intent that you had sitting in front of you that you were ready to sign to? Because that's a bold move as well. But there were two – because he immediately starts signing paperwork, right? So do they happen to have letters of intent from both schools just there waiting? <laughs> All right, Steelman and Thune coming up next. Parker uh, is obviously anchoring our signing day coverage, and Steelman is out of Balfour. I want to remind everyone this weekend the cold weather is coming. In fact, it starts tonight. Um, pipes could burst, right? Um, and when it happens, Cavens is here to help. You don't want to wait because you don't want mold to become an issue. So make sure you have... This number on standby, 405-573-3048. In Tulsa, 918-282-7612. Cavensconstruction.com. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 24-7, 365 emergency water extraction available just one call away. Josh, have a great holiday weekend, man. You too, my friend. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you and yours. All right, y'all, have a great rest of your signing day. More surprises to come. Steely and Thune all over it next right here on The Ref.